When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live on SEN and a dedicated channel all day on the SEN app. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech drive the Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Mornings on SEN. Welcome back to the show, or if you're joining us for the first time, uh, welcome, beautiful Melbourne day. Uh, Julian Stoop with you. Uh, big first hour, we've been talking great sporting feuds, just off the back of Prince Harry releasing the book today, where he's been throwing barbs left, right and centre at the royal family. Also spoke to Daniel Garb about the punishments handed out to the Melbourne victory yesterday after those chaotic scenes at the Melbourne derby back on the 17th of December uh, last year, also coming up on our McCafe menu, Valon uh, Barisha will join us, our Melbourne City star. He's come over. He's on loan from a League One club in France and uh, doing some great things in the A-League. And we'll preview the Hockey World Cup, which gets underway very shortly in India with former Cook. Kookaburra's captain, uh, Mark Knowles. But it's all happening on the Gold Coast at the moment. It's the magic millions time, the who's who of racing uh, up on the Gold Coast. And uh, day one, fair to say a bit going on, $36.3 million was traded with 134 yearlings sold at an average price of $271,343. That was a clearance rate of 83%. One man along with his family that was splashing the cash, was our very own Wayne Hawks, who joins us from the Gold Coast. Hello, Wayne. Morning, Julian. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Got any money left? Um, no, not for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Won't expect you be uh, shouting coffees any time soon. Not a chance at all. But your shout uh, for uh, the next few weeks. Uh, weather's good up here anyway. I can uh, I, I can say that, but... Uh, I tell you what, the uh, the the biggest minus, <clears throat> excuse me, about being a racehorse trainer is you get up so early. So then you come to the Magic Millions, and when the sun starts peering through the windows at four thirty in the morning, does your head in because we, when the sales are on, we actually carry on like normal people, where we get up in normal hours <laughs> and we work all day, and then we go out on a at, at night, and uh, yeah, but. Uh, when the uh, when 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 the sun peers through from four thirty onwards, it's certainly hard to uh, to have a sleep in. But uh, it was certainly well worth it yesterday, that's for sure. Absolutely, I'll get to the sales in a minute and what your team uh, purchased okay. uh, yesterday. Yep. But uh, they, there is an old saying: "Don't work with children and animals." And the launch is always spectacular <laughs> up on the beach there on the Gold Coast. But just went a little bit awry yesterday when a couple of the horses thought, "Yeah, nah, not for me." Going to run in the water and then I'm going to run through the streets. There's a bit going on up there. Quite, quite amazing. Every <clears throat> every Tuesday before the Magic Millions, they always have the uh, the horses galloping on the beach. And if you've never seen it, it's certainly worth just coming here for, to see that because it is quite spectacular. When I was a kid, we in Adelaide, we used to take the horses down to Brighton Beach, and and we'd canter them on the beach on a on a on a slow day, like just having a jog around the block. We'd take them down the beach, and then we'd wade them in the water and. <clears throat> Excuse me, I remember doing that from when I was very, very young and can't do any of that now because uh, of counter restrictions and 
you imagine you, Julian, you got your wife, you got your dog, you're walking along and I come belting past on a horse. <laughs> Back in the day, we could, no, this is true. Back in the day, we could do that, but we can't do it now. So you look at the concept of what they are allowed to do with the council, and that's to put a heap of horses and let them canter down in front of all the crowd. It's certainly uh, spectacular. And if you haven't seen it, Google it, YouTube it. I'm not, I'm not a internet person much so uh people that are listening you know what i'm getting at get on there and have a look because it is absolutely spectacular yeah, it's beautiful to see the gold coast beach and uh, the horses so what happened was the three horses in front were got too close to waves and the wave came and i think half crashed and then uh right right at the wrong time and the three riders fell off so they caught one straight away but two others ended up uh bottom of cavill avenue down on the gold coast highway so <laughs> no one uh no one, and more importantly, no horses were hurt. The vets looked after the horses and checked them over thoroughly. So it was just a, uh, it was just a, com- yeah, the old computer glitch gone, had gone terribly wrong, so they say. <laughs> but uh, front page of the uh, the Brisbane paper, front page of the Gold Coast paper here this morning. So I suppose uh, if you look at Harvey Norman, they do so much advertising around Australia from, you know, from you name it. Harvey Norman uh, do a stack of sponsorship, let alone their own advertising. They've just got front page yep. of uh, many a paper for free. So there's a famous jockey back in the 90s called Shane Dye, and he said, any publicity is good publicity. Mm. So uh, I'm sure Katie Page Harvey would be rubbing her hands together in a roundabout way, making a positive <laughs> out of a negative. But to be honest, there was about 21 horses, and my wife was there, and she actually videoed, uh, vid- videoed half of it. And didn't uh, you know? Didn't even realise what was uh, what what was actually happening. My my family were right there, and it was right at the end where where they pulled up. So one leading Sydney jockey told my <laughs> wife that uh, the problem is there was twenty one horses, and there was just too many horses for the narrow strip that they had. Because remember, everyone else is on the beach as well, and they're behind fences, so behind mesh fences, so they couldn't get to the horses. So. I reckon next year the twenty-one number will probably drop back to an eight or ten, and it'll be uh, it'll be how it uh, how it used to be. So, but it was a bit of uh, bit of fun and games there for ten minutes, and it's happened before, and it'll happen again. I mean, they're animals. Yeah. On the last last Saturday at the Gold Coast, that's that's another one you want to YouTube. There was the uh, the horse that uh, jumped the fence. Yes, that's right. And ended up in the uh, ended up in the drink. Now that now the thing is, what we used to do was we used to have. Steel uprights, and the uprights used to be belted in by sledgehammers when they moved the rail. And then you had the, the aluminium running rail, which was light. So now because of OH&S, it's all plastic. So it is designed to literally, if a horse hits it, not even hard, you, like put it this way, I could, I could run through it, you could run through it. And that's the whole idea of it, to make it no H&S mm. better for horse and rider. So when you see these horses getting loose, like on Saturday at the races, people think, wow, couldn't they keep them in? Well, that's why they don't, yeah, yeah. because it's there to uh, actually look after. Correct. So the poor horse ended up going for a swim, but it was pretty odd here on Saturday. So it was obviously <laughs> smart thinking from the horse, but um, they've certainly, it's an amazing week what what they've done here at Magic Millions. And it rolled, and the sales started yesterday, but the pre, the week before, there's so much happening here for two weeks at the Magic Millions. And, I've been coming here for 20 years, you know, straight after Christmas. And you can't, I mean, fair income, you can't even get into McDonald's to get a quarter pounder. Seriously. <laughs> it is amazing. Every restaurant is chock-a-block. No, Gareth, Gareth would have found a way. Every, 
our own Gareth Hall has been here running around. I had the pleasure of that. Uh, he had, well, I had the pleasure or he had the pleasure. I'm not sure. He had the pleasure of sitting on our table yesterday and he, he thoroughly enjoyed uh, sitting there for uh, four hours yesterday afternoon. But McDonald's, it is out of control up here. I've never, ever seen the Gold Coast so busy. So uh, we can always slip into McDonald's and get a quarter pounder. I've uh, been uh, alias to doing that a few times. But restaurants are just chock-a-block. You cannot get a hotel room. I think it's the post-COVID. See, this time last year, we were still having to do QR yeah, checks to check in and check yep. out and, and everything like that. So it seems like forever, ever ago. But it was only someone reminded me earlier uh, or late last week and said, remember, everyone's only just getting back to normality up here. So... I think everyone has just come and embraced the Gold Coast, not 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 just for the Magic Millions, but if you look at it from a, a Derby Day, an Oaks Day, you know, the big Golden Slipper Days in Sydney and Stradbroke Day in Brisbane, Magic Millions Day would be one of the top six or seven race days. Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate, Magic Millions isn't the race that the Caulfield Cup and the Cox Plate is, but the day itself is huge. And this Saturday, everyone will be tuned in to watch the uh, the Gold Coast races. So... To be fair to Katie Page Harvey from the famous Harvey Norman uh, stable, they've done an amazing job with this uh, with this concept that started 30 years ago from just a bit of fun and games to turning it into a uh, unbelievable for what they do for the Gold Coast, uh, you know, for the Gold Coast uh, what was it? community, I suppose. Because mm. one thing that happens on the Gold Coast, Julian, is they don't produce stuff. They don't export much out of the Gold Coast. So a lot of it is very, very tourism-based. Yes. So... They've done an amazing, amazing job with what they've done, the Harvey Norman people. And it's only going to get bigger. I'll talk to you that in a second. A couple of nice ones off our 40 Wings tempo. A bit of comedy here. Will there be a Magic Million Street race next year to rival the Supercars Gold Coast 500? <laughs> and at least the buyers will know that those horses that escaped will be good at getting out of the gates. Now, tell me about this uh, cult you purchased yesterday, the Hawks uh, stable, uh, out of I Am Invincible and former Glamour race mare Moss Fun. $1.65 million. Just take us through how the, the bidding unfolded and uh, I guess the excitement that you've been able to purchase this cult. Well, <clears throat> to be fair, we uh, we trained I'm Invincible, the stallion, for uh, for three starts and we trained uh, this horse's mother, Moss Fun, to win a golden slipper. She was bought out of the Sydney Easter sales for 80000 and so to turn an $80,000 filly into the best two-year-old filly of the year was certainly... Uh, Certainly, an amazing, amazing feel. It was like winning a grand final. That's exactly what it was. And so, this horse is by the leading champion stallion in Australia. I'm invincible. Mum was a champion two year old. So, mum was Kathy Freeman, let's say, and dad was Wayne Carey in footy terms. That's how this cold is bred. So, he, when we saw him in, on inspection time, he was just mouth-watering. This was lining up at the draft and, and knowing that you had the round one, uh, you know, not sewn up because it's a public auction, but you had the firepower to have a crack at him and he was no, he, he is the number one draft pick. I don't think there'll be a better... Well, I, I know there won't be a better horse sold. There might be a more pricier horse sold, but I would probably doubt that as well. So I reckon 1.65 will be the uh, the record this year, but... He just he just does class. I mean, he genuinely looked like your absolute. You know, you know, some years in the draft, Julian, where they look a very even bunch, and you know, there's a couple of standouts. This horse was the um, was the ants pants. So, so what are you, what are you looking when for you go, what, 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 when you say that for right. for the the layman? When you say that look the ants pants, what are you seeing? 
what you what you're doing is you're looking at the Jenny Craig ad the reverse because it shows them when they were overweight and then it shows them when they've lost 30 kilos. This is the complete reverse. Right, yep. You're looking at this horse when he's one year of age. You were wondering where I was going there, wasn't you? You look at him when he was a one, bit. one at, at, <laughs> at one year of age. Johnny was on the right dumb now, button. You, you're looking at him right now. You're visual, visualizing how he is going to look. This horse was ju- is just ripped. He is the Brad Pitt. He is the George Clooney. <laughs> whoever, whoever the girl's favorite is, he is it. I He's mean, Chris Hemsworth, so, isn't he? Chris Hemsworth, there's another name, like local Byron Bay boy. So at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you've got the huge family tree and the huge pedigree of what I just said. Then you go and look at the individual itself and you just go, holy hell, this is the number one draft pick. And, and it's an opinion, like as the AFL draft is an opinion, and we all have one, but this horse really, really stood out. And I'd argue that uh, no one could look, could have looked at this horse and said, Ah, uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure about him or whatever because he there's no such thing as the perfect thing, Julian. But he is very, very close. Now you're saying, of course, I'm just going to say that you just bought him. Da 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 da. I don't need to say that. We've already secured him, so it doesn't matter. But he is that close to perfect. So you've ticked all the boxes. Now it's actually the hard part. The uh, mm-hmm. besides paying for him, the hard part <laughs> is going home, breaking him in to be taught to ride, educating him. And to be honest, hopefully he might be back here for a uh, $3 million race, Magic Millions next year and or realistically heading towards what his mum did and win the biggest two-year-old race in the world in the Golden Slipper. So that's it in a nutshell. Now, if you went and asked Dennis Pagan or you asked Kevin Sheedy or Alistair Clarkson, why did you pick that pick? Sometimes they will say, I don't know. There was just something about that mm-hmm. kid I just can't put into words. Now, this quite often is like it with a horse. You you can often just can't put things in can't put things into words, but with this horse, he just was the absolute uh, the, the the pinnacle. So you won't see a better yearling than him this uh, this calendar year. He, he he will be there as good as any. And then, as I said, with the pedigree to back it up, you might see as good a sort, but then the, he won't have the pedigree to back mm. it up. So when this horse ticked every box that you had to tick, well, that's why the uh, the price was uh, was what it was and. To be honest, I thought he could have made more. I thought he could have had a two in front of him. So I don't know whether we would have been there at two, but uh, <laughs> do, do you know what the amazing thing is? You don't have to the worry GST, about it. Well, the, no, the GST is 165000 uh, <laughs> I'd be more than happy with the GST, let me tell you. That's right. Now, given, I like your footy analogies there. It's, it's a nice way of explaining it. So just, just to take that a little bit further, given that uh, the cult, uh, sorry, the, the the sire yeah, and the race mare yeah. you trained. Are you pushing for yes. a sort of a stallion slash race mare slash cult, sort of like a father son rule? We can get some yep. sort of discount on your one point six five million. No, no, there's no, uh, <clears throat> there's no, uh, there's no, there's no discount there from a from a father son uh, from a father son rule. But with, with with this horse, what he was, what he's bought for is to try try and be a great race horse. If he does what his mother does, he will be worth $30 million. So 1.65 to try and turn to $30 million is a gamble. And does it happen? It happens to one or two colts a year. And some years, not even at that amount of money to turn him into $30 million. We had a horse uh, three or four years ago called Ole Kirk. 
and he yep. was Black Caviar's nephew. He ended up going to stud being worth $35 million and he cost 650000 So it certainly, it's certainly, yes, but that's when the job's done. Yep. Once you won the grand final and you're holding up the uh, the trophy, it actually makes things much, much easier after the uh, after the event. So the whole thing is the owners, the clients have, uh, have tipped in the money to try and turn this colt into a uh, record-breaking stallion, have him standing at uh, huge odds. Incidentally, Ole Kirk stands for 50,000-plus GST, he had about 230 girlfriends, of which he got about 200 in foal. Yep, so do the math. It's uh, 50 times 200. You're, you're, getting a, you're getting a massive income back. Albeit, to be fair, this is the top of the tree stuff. Yep. But when you're paying 1.65, that's what you're trying to end up with, the top of the tree stuff. You mentioned how big it is now, the magic means, but it's only going to get bigger. So there's a $63 million upgrade at the Gold Coast Turf Club, which is going to include lights, so Friday night racing. For next year, for yes. example, uh, the two-year-old Classic and the three-year-old Guineas marquee races will have their prize pool boosted by $1 million each, and there's going to be even more increases by 2025. So this is becoming just huge on a worldwide status. Correct. The, the announcement... And they're very good at making the announcements uh, two days before, three days before the sale. So that's certainly going to bolster owners wanting to uh, to tip in again. The end result is they're going to have, in two years' time, they, they are currently have started to fix up the Gold Coast Turf Club, uh, Gold Coast Racetrack. They will race on a Friday night. They're going to have six races on the Friday night and then back up uh, on the Saturday with about eight races. There's going to be twenty million dollars in 2025. The the weekend of racing is going to be worth twenty million dollars. Now I don't I don't know that there'd be another race meeting worth twenty million dollars. There might be a race worth twenty million dollars, but a race meeting worth twenty million dollars, as you said, that is world class stage and Melbourne Cups uh, eight million. Julian, if you put that in perspective, mm. so and I reckon there'd be twelve, fourteen million maybe on Melbourne. You know, over uh, what would it be? Twenty-five million over Cup Week, I would have thought. So, this is how big it is, and it puts it in, into perspective. Twenty million dollars for a Friday night and a Saturday, and Cup Week might be thirty odd million dollars yep, in prize huge. money. So, it's massive. So, it's going to be a huge spectacle because the sales start on the Tuesday. So it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday night races, Saturday races, and then um, and then the famous Saturday night after the last. Everyone just rolls back and. The last couple of years, they've uh, no ticket to get in, pretty much no entry because you get a lot of people that go to the races all day and then they come back to the uh, sales complex and they uh, have a few and then people decide to stick their hand up and be a smart-ass. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> which is not much fun. Yeah, surprise! <laughs> I just bought a $400,000 horse with no credit, no nothing. And has it happened before? Yes, it has. Yep. And it does stuff up the sales. So, it's uh, yeah, there's going to be races on the Friday night, Saturday, and then the sales will continue through the middle of it. So... Big, big, uh, big stuff for big players. But the thing about it is, though, is that they've gone, hang on, this is not just for the big players. There are new races set up that are going to be for syndicates of 20 or more. So some of those syndicates that you see advertised to buy a small micro share, they can now race in big, big prize money races. So they are also not just looking after the big guy, they're also trying to look after the small guy. So come to the Magic Millions and you've got, Range from zero right through to one point six five million. Unbelievable, uh, Wayne. Thanks for joining us this morning. Now, will you be back with us next week in studio? I I will be back in studio next week. What's your, what, give, what's your coffee order? You're strapped for cash at the moment. I'll get you one. What do you have? 
Um, um, double macchiato with a bit of cold milk. That's uh, that, that, that's my go-to. Uh, Very nice. Looking, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, it's, it's a beautiful scene here, and I, I certainly don't uh, don't want to go home. But I've got uh, just before you go, just quickly, I uh, I you have to have a buyer's code, and, and before the sale was starting, the auctioneer said, "Everyone needs to get their buyer's code. Please don't forget." I went, "Ah, forgot oh, no. to get it." So off I go. I walk in there, and there's some girl in there I don't know, and she goes. Do you have your driver's license? I said, no. She said, do you have anything at all? I said, no. <laughs> she said, do, do you realize that you're, you're, have you done your trading terms? I said, well, I never normally do. She said, well, do you realize that you have to pay on the day? I said, where's Stuart, the financial controller? She said, well, he's in a meeting. Now, this is factual. She said, where's, uh, where? I said, where's Stuart? She said, well, he's actually in a meeting. I said, well, you go and tell Stuart that he better bring me back pretty quick because I'm going to go out and do some business and we better sort this. I actually text Stuart and he rang me straight, straight away and said, is there any problems? I said, yeah, you better, your girl's only doing her job, but she wants my driver's license and her credit reference and everything. He said, you just go and play ball and do what you do and I will do what I do. So, uh, I haven't seen Stuart yet, but that will be a, certainly a a little bit of fun to uh, have a bit of a joke about. So. Oh, failing to prepare is preparing to fail, Wayne. You need to remember that uh, for next time. Hey, thanks so much for, for taking our call and uh, enjoy the rest of the time up there on the Gold Coast. See you, mate. Thanks. Great to have Wayne Hawks on the show. Let's get to a break on mornings for Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. It's in stock now. Maya Frankston doors are closing on January 15th. Hurry in now for huge markdowns across.